Yeah, cool. Yeah, so ignore the kettle in the background. I'm thirsty and I need a brew. Welcome to the Dublin City Comics Podcast. Uh, Geek Easy Podcast. Um, as Comics usual. and stuff. Comics and stuff. Pardon me, yeah. It's a As mouthful. usual, well rehearsed, uh, well disciplined and completely on point and not off topic at all. Uh, can be found pretty much uh, anywhere you look for podcasts. Yeah. Um, and some places be. that you might not look for podcasts like really? the World Comics website. Ah, oh, I look for podcasts there all the time. Wait. Do you? No. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> we only have two. Yep. I am. Yeah, so, yeah, welcome to the podcast. We're talking shite as always. Joining us today, as usual, is me, Doc, and... Me, Wayne. And hiding in the background is... Making a cameo. It's me, Des. Miss me. <laughs> it's a cameo. I'm off in the distance. Hello! They're holding me against my will. They won't let me go. I reckon that, that, that grumbling of fucking kettle in the background just putting this big yeah, in closer. we were playing um, the Star Trek uh, Adventures game there yesterday oh it's a cracking game and uh, we have our ambient music in the background and those yeah. kind of changing around a bit it's like ooh this is kind of cool and one of them came in real fucking loud and it didn't so much make the ambience as much shatter the fucking <laughs> and everyone go, oh, what the fuck was that so, so I've, I've made a, a check a, the volume of your ambient background yeah, music always but I, I always um, I've, I've started to use Spotify playlists for um for uh, for RPGs because they're all the same ambient level so it's like oh, cool. but like you just make a Spotify playlist and there's actually a ton of ambient stuff up on Spotify really? specifically for shit like that no way because I was using a few of them on uh, the old YouTubes yeah no YouTube's great you can get loads of great but they, they don't they don't level them out no and occasionally you get a fucking ad that kicks in once again shows yeah. the fucking mood like. yeah exactly like you know have you been using Grammarly it's like <laughs> oh, fuck off oh, half the people in this podcast can't even fucking read <laughs> <laughs> and it's a comics podcast yeah uh, just for the pictures that, that's what you have read in comics um we were actually talking before we started recording about this particular book that's now out in trade from Dark Horse Comics. One of the books out this week is Aliens Dead Orbit Trade um, Paperback. Seriously, J- James DeCoe um, can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah. It's an amazing book. Um, if you haven't read it when it came out in individual issues, I highly recommend you track this motherfucker down. Um, how many did you get a lot of this in stock? Oh, we've got a few of them, yeah. Because yeah. this is probably one of the best alien stories coming out of Dark Horse in a very, very long time. Yeah, I just don't um, get it, guys. No, Des, Des doesn't get aliens. I don't get it. Don't we're, get we're getting it. you with the, the Stacco because he did the Godzilla in hell. Yeah, that's yeah, true. His yeah. art man is amazing. True. Gorgeous book. Um, and it's book all dialogue as well. Well, no, it? it's 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 purely atmospheric. And his, yeah. his, and he, well, like, it's story art and lettering by Stacco. He did the whole book himself. Yeah. Everything. I love his lettering because it actually it feels like part of the art. It well. is. He draws everything in. Like, and he, like, the, like you can see there the ship at the start coming to life and it's like, so it's not your usual kind of speech bubble shit happening and it's It's his stylized kind of thing yeah it's the same with the Godzilla book that he did as well yeah well that was a good one he reminds me like I mean he has his own style it's absolutely fucking beautiful yeah but it's he's kind of like Daniel Warren Johnson type stuff or kind of like almost an anime inspired version of your man who did Luther Strode Tradmore Tradmore yeah that's what I'm saying like it's that school of art where it's Tradmore uh, Johnson and Saka, they kind of live on their own little bubble. Yeah, um, the colors go really well with it. As really well, well. he's done. Like I said, he's westernized anime version. Yeah, but that's his style, and the cover itself is gorgeous. So yeah, I highly recommend that book myself personally. Yeah, it's only a new one. It's only, it only came out in trade. The the series finished a couple of months ago. Oh, it's, right. It was like a four issue run or six issue run right. or something. No, four issue run. It's kind of hard to tell with Dark Horse because they keep reissuing all the aliens books. So that could have been out five times. You wouldn't even know. And it's got some nice arty stuff in the back. You've got you can actually see it's got the 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 covers. Some of the alternate covers as well uh, in the back. We've got Sako's covers, then it's got the alternate covers, and then it has the inks and colours on it as well. Oh, and the pencils comparison. Pen, uh, inks and, and, and pencils as well, yeah. Oh, oh pencils. shit, that's fucking amazing. And that's that's all for the measly price of seventeen ninety nine. So no. 18 quid. It's a steal. It's a deal. It's a steal. Yeah, yeah. Highly recommend Jess. Well, I may be swearing. Oh, yeah, I like, think yeah. I've already said motherfucker twice. Oh shit. Um, okay. I think people should be well used to this stage. Yeah. yeah, anyone that tunes in generally used to our um, 
style of speaking. Bollocks, really, is it? Yeah. Um, You're right, okay. Take it all back. Isn't that amazing looking at this? Look at that. That's yeah, that's some dirty covers. Dirty <laughs> covers from single issues. So I, I recommend reading that, man. It's a cracking book. It really, really is. It's And it's got that alien kind of idea where it's like, yeah, there's, there's more than one xenomorph in the story, but... Yeah. It, it, there's not a lot of them it's like it's not like aliens it's a mix it's actually kind of like the bridge between alien and aliens because it is set on the ship but right. the, re- the reason for the story and this isn't a spoiler because this is the first page the reason for the name of the book called Dead Orbit is that the actual ship itself is slowly but surely falling planet side oh shit so it's on a, the, the book is a timer so it's on a timer but it, it kind of flashes back to when the xenomorphs made their way onto the ship and shows how the, the crew ended up getting taken out Shit. and you've got that lone survivor who's trying to keep himself alive nice. cracking stuff really really good book oh actually quick segue um, if anybody out there has uh, young kids like myself there's a new movie just dropped on Netflix called Rim of the World saying that come it's up. fucking amazing it's I've basically seen, seen an alien invasion yeah. meets the Goonies I've seen a few reviews of it like have kind of been up and down yeah like, the CGI is a bit ropey but the story is pretty fucking solid and the kids are good it's, it's generally up there for me it's up there with the likes of Explorers and Goonies like the kids yeah, yeah. it's it's not really one you want to watch with your parents because there's a couple of kind of you know risque moments where they start talking about like shit like fucking blowjobs and what have you like really oh one of the kids gets full on entity by the alien it basically puts something in his mouth and they're like Ugh! and they're like and later on he goes like well I haven't, I haven't had sex yet and he goes well you did with the alien earlier <laughs> totally put its thing in your mouth you gave it a blowjob so it's fucking it is hilarious but it's it's just a bunch of mid late teens trying to stop, stop an alien apocalypse so it's, it's, just, it's Red Dawn meets Explorers meets the Goonies yeah pretty much but it's, it's just good cracking and what's the like I said with the missus and everyone we all had a good laugh well the missus didn't she was hiding behind the pillow because there's a lot of gory bits in it like somebody actually gets full on like straight through the mouth and out the back of the head like just spikes. so it's it's kind of borderline it's like it's like a proper kids film from the 80s where yeah. they oh, did there's full on gore and violence but there, there really shouldn't be there's the odd swear word that probably shouldn't have been in there and like I said there's, there's Topic of a sexual nature, which probably shouldn't have been in a kids' movie either. That's that's that sounds like all the films I watched when I was a kid in the eighties. Yeah, bit so. of drinking as well. I think involved. Yeah, there's booze. Yeah, that ticks yeah. all the boxes. I have seen a few casual reviews. racism. Casual racism. Casual racism. That's very eighties. Yeah, was this made in the eighties? No, no, it was it was modern, but it's really funny because there's this kid, the kid who goes to the the theme. Well, it's all set. The kids go to a summer camp. Alien invasion happens. They're trying to find their parents and ultimately go on this adventure and shit. Right. Right. But when the kid gets there, he's a little ginger kid. Who has no mates. No wonder so, you identified with <laughs> Yeah, my missus actually said I'd probably look like the kid as well, but fuck her anyway. She's a nonsense. But, uh, so the kid anyway, right? <laughs> give me shit. The, the kid turns up at the the, the camp. And, and he gets there. There's a couple of black guys there. And he's like, no. The kid, the guy's orientated. He's like, so here's this, here's this. And here's the black handshake. And the two guys do this mad handshake. And he goes, you can't do that because you're white. But just so you know, this is what it looks like. <laughs> and they go off like... <laughs> but there's all these like kind of... Like I said, very kind of almost borderline racist moments, but in a kind of comedic style that kids aren't going to, you know, get offended by it or get pissed off. Is it a movie or a series thing? Movie. It's one off. One and done. Netflix are doing a lot of these moments. I think, I think if anything, like the critical reviews, of, critical reviews I've read of it are kind of like it's middling to okay, hmm. but I've learned in, literally in the last week that I, I've made a pact to myself that I'm no longer going to listen to any movie reviews, maybe bar one particular website that I trust because they seem to have the exact same taste in films as I have. What's that? Little White Lies. All right. Great website. Read like full on in depth proper movie reviews and the films that they review is shit that I like, and they tend to nearly always review to the same way that I would look at a film. All right. Cool. So I'm like, okay, this is this is my this is my wheelhouse right here. Yeah. So, um, like with Godzilla, when Godzilla came out, we went to see it last week, and we uh, we film. we. Why knocking on the door? Somebody upstairs knocking on the door. 
Sounds like something trying to force its way through from the other side. Stay away from the light! I'm not back in a few minutes. Right, if, if Des disappears, uh, yeah. We this, this may turn an invasion. This Jesus. could be an alien invasion. This might be recorded. They're going to find this recording in a, a year's time and make a movie about. But yeah, I, I am. Um, <laughs> when we went to see Godzilla last week, all of us we had a blast watching that film. Yeah. And then the reviews came out the next day, and it was like one star, one star, two stars, three stars. I'm like, fuck off with yourself, would you? I don't know what he fucking film he was watching when he put the stars on. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like Empire, no Empire. I don't, don't, I don't hold any. Since since the Phantom, so not the Phantom Menace, since the Attack of the Clones came out, and they gave it like five stars. I have no, wow. they don't, they don't, they haven't held weight with me for a very very long time. Mm. Um, but um, sure they gave what Transformers, the second Transformers film, they also gave that five stars. Fuck off. Um, I think or it could have, that could have been total film. But uh, anyway, um, but wasn't that one review said that if they spent more time, less time on the monsters and more time on the human characters, it would have been a great film. Yeah, yeah, that was it. People were which giving it absolutely ridiculous. Which is completely the reverse of what all the critics said about the first Godzilla film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care about these actors. Let me see the monsters. And now yeah. they showed the all. Literally, they showed you all the monsters. Man, I was I was only listening again to the Bear McCreary soundtrack over and over so cool. last week. It's pitch. Oh, that's the other thing about Rim of the World. Bear McCreary did the soundtrack. Really? Yeah, that Dude, was. Did you do this everywhere? <laughs> yeah. I knew there was something about it. I was like, that was really good. Ah, there we are. It's the tunes, the drums. He's like the Michael Fassbender of soundtracks. Yeah, but that like the <laughs> yeah, he remastered the original tunes. Like, you, yeah. When you heard Mothra's theme, it was fucking Mothra. Yeah. Rodan was Rodan. Godzilla was Godzilla. Even fucking Ghidorah was the Ghidorah theme yeah. remastered. It ticked fucking all the boxes. What? Every box for me, anyway. I yeah. I, we were all, I remember we, we were all sitting there watching it. And the entire cinema were like, yeah. Yeah. like, I remember you, me, and Dave were sitting there originally before the movie started, right? And we're like, what are we going to do? Right? What do we want to see? Yeah, it was like checklist. almost like the like like a checklist or a bingo fucking yeah. Godzilla bingo. We want this. Bing. We want this. And I don't think there was a single thing on our list that they didn't hit or at least reference. Yeah. yeah. They fucking nailed it. From the start. From the very It was a full start, on love letter to Godzilla. Gone, yeah. I was as I say to anyone that wants to go and watch it, it's Jurassic Park on steroids. It's fucking mm. that good. It's I was sitting at the end of it and you just can't see me, but I was like John yeah, Florida. John what Florida. the fuck? That was deadly. I want if that hadn't been really shown again, I would have went back in, sat in the same seat and watched that again. It was that good. And plus went home years were ringing like as I'd been on a Metallica concert or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it opens up straight away, which is like <laughs> Oh shit! Well, they, they announced their intentions from the fairly fucking start. Yeah. Of, there was a couple of seconds of a of a human being running around going, "Hey, where's it?" One one of the things I heard about the fact was like, uh, they're saying, "Oh, one of the main characters at the end who gets killed or dies, you don't even see the person die." I'm like, "Yeah, because that's the point. Because the humans aren't the main. Yeah. The whole What's point." The of... one about the, like in the beginning, they talk about um, the two uh, two of the main characters, your man and your woman, and them losing their kid. Yeah. In the yeah. previous one. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. the human element. That's yeah. well, like the whole we point. Are like, we when, are fucking when, ants. Yeah, when the character dies at the end because of something that's fucking huge. Yeah, they, like the, the complaint. One of the complaints and reviews was I like I read was oh we don't even see this person die. I'm like yeah because she's insect. She I just might have spoiled it there. Whoa, Whoa, Wayne, oh, Wayne. Wayne. One of the ladies dies. Wayne spoiled it. Yeah, well, yeah some dudes die as well. Some dudes die as well. Yeah. A lot of dudes die actually. A lot of people. Die. A lot of people die, and there's people that die, and you're gonna go, oh, they killed that person real quick yeah. out of nowhere. I love, I love when they do that. Like nobody's safe. It's, nobody's safe. That's, that's the best. And it's a good cast. Like there's Oscar yeah. winners in that cast. Yeah. But did you see somebody do on Facebook? I don't. Um, was on, yeah, it was on Facebook. I went. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's the post. Another post that we see, and he's yeah. standing in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Somebody drew his legs would have to be extended. Oh, yeah, yeah, stand yeah. He's standing in a fucking bay. He's yeah. not out in the middle he's of the ocean. Out. It's true, yeah. There's, There's a lot of coral under there, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's true. Somebody was saying he had the fart in like or something. I was looking at a review. Standing on his tail. Film. He's got the tail all the way down. Yeah, his tail was standing. Yeah, he was 
Tippy towel on his tail. It's like an iceberg. Fuck off. But I mean, yeah. I like. I think. I think it's fucking hilarious. Sandbag. Sandbag. Yeah. Sandbag. Yeah. Sandbag. I think people go into this and go, "Yeah, that that that's not realistic at all, really." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck well, off! Well, it's about well, giant monsters from space. Beside, there was a bloke sitting beside me, and I was sitting there, and I had those cuts on the other side of me. We're going to kill you, man. Yeah. He kept sitting there, going. That wouldn't really happen. <laughs> it's really? a fucking film, dude. Is this somebody you knew? No. But, no but maybe he knows about. where the, the, the 17 kaiju were actually really yeah. hidden around the world. He said, and the coach, actually, he's sitting there and, and he, every so often he kept going, that's been done before. To his mate, like, and then going, I would have punched him in the throat. I don't think anything I saw in that movie was done before. No, nothing. I would have, unless, no, unless, I tell a lie, unless it was done in a previous Godzilla film. In a previous, because yeah. that's the whole point of that film was, let's let's reference every single yeah. Toho Godzilla film that was ever made. Oh, yes, exactly. Every single one of them. The way I was looking at that was, on my action figure shelf of Godzilla came to, everything was on, I have myself was in that fucking film yesterday. Yeah. Or that what they do was. like is, they didn't, they didn't, Play all their cards. No, they yeah. still kept a couple of big lads in the back so that they can maybe do a sequel yeah, or do more yeah, stuff. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah. How, how badass was Motra? Yeah, oh man, Motra was oh, unreal. Fucking wrote all of them. Hold oh, on, yeah. that shot of Ghidorah. I was I was really worried about Ghidorah yeah. since the the animated version. I thought they were going to do something and cock him up, but they didn't. The shot um, of Ghidorah on the mountain when the wings went down yeah, and the lightning comes in. We saw that in IMAX. Yeah, my yeah. eyes were were scorched. Yeah, <laughs> it was like because we were pretty close to the front. Yeah, we were, yeah, man. It was yeah, like was, we were right up yeah. there. Oh, it's brilliant. But the, actually, actually but I did like sorry to jump in you there. Yeah. The, the, the fact that Ghidorah's three heads are three different personalities. Yeah, yeah. three different that you want it. That's yeah. fucking brilliant. They nailed it. They just yeah. nailed it. But as I said, your man's in beside me going, "This has been done before. This and the last one was better." I'm going. I actually saw about half a dozen people walk out of cinema. Yeah, see that? Really? Yeah, I was too busy watching the fucking no, movie. No, I was like, oh, they're going to Jack's, they'll be back. No one came no, back. No one came no, back because I was looking at the seat because I wanted to get away from your man sitting beside me. Do you know what I mean? Look, I was looking and I said, damn. Oh, seriously, he wasn't like, yeah, like you've been to cinema with me before. You know what I'm like in the cinema. If he kept doing that, I'd right? start near, near, near fist fights. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, no, if, like, I would have punched him in the trunk. That wouldn't happen. And I'm just looking at the movie and I'm just, fuck you, go away. You know what I mean? That was an idiot anyway, but that wouldn't happen. That would do that Dude, it's a fucking film, man. And I kept looking at him, and he was going to his mate, Mom, we go, Mom, we go. What the fuck did you go for? Why yeah. did you go to this fucking movie and you didn't want to be there? Oh, a moron. Yeah. And um, as well, like, I know we were walking out, we, we were going down, and everyone had that, no, we all got a special kind of a ticket, it was dead, yeah, little yeah. souvenir. All fucked on the floor and everything. Who gives those people? Don't come then if you don't want to fucking enjoy it. Be and see list celebrities, man. That's always good. Pardon me, Rick Sanchez there for a moment. But whenever you get um, premieres, people go to be seen at a premiere. So I, I don't know. No proper why. fans at all. Proper, proper fans like us were there, and as I said, we, and the lights went, but we were still sitting there. Even though you have that gobshite on the other side, we were still sitting there going, and Anthos goes beside me there. Can we see that again? I said, I fucking hope so. <laughs> I went to see John Wick the next day, and I'm not going to lie to you, right? I did enjoy it. But I wasn't as amped up for it because I had no adrenaline left in me. Godzilla sucked all the adrenaline <laughs> right in me. I was too excited. Man, I, was, I burnt off so much adrenaline. I was so excited. It was. It we was hopping the yeah, whole movie. I did. There was four. Me, Sharky, me, you and Dave Williams. Was the four of us sitting on next to each other. And from the get-go, <laughs> like you said, we had our checklist. Yep. And every time something came up on the checklist, we were all like, oh, there it is, there it is, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Like the bit with the, the twins. Fucking yes. The the Matra twins when the Matra got we were like how are they there's nobody in it where where's it and then it just uh, it, like they go to one base and it's like the sword the same carrier that's on the carrier is like yeah. she's there's like I, and I said to you I was like how is she there oh yeah and the then they mentioned the whole family and then they start showing pictures of the fucking family oh, it, which is technically bad. kind of a spoiler so we probably shouldn't you know yeah but we can spoil this podcast we're all adults here <laughs> yeah spoilers yeah, spoilers Sorry, um, should we should be taking into time. account if there's any member of the podcast or the podcast near a podcast there will be spoilers yeah, yeah. first time as well I, I remember as I said, when, you know, I think you were in the shop when we said it. 
the same from Rayman <laughs> nobody's coming down the escalators yeah. we were all coming down the escalators with big cheesy grins on our fucking Jeez, faces yeah. full on. oh fucking so yeah go see Godzilla bitches don't listen to any of the fucking reviews yeah. at all whatsoever they're all talking at their whole just so go far. in with an open mind it's a fucking monster film it's a monster romp it's fucking it's just best movie this year but even, even, over, even over John Wick man, as no. much as John Wick 3 was great even up, like, even it's 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 gone up above. Uh, Avengers was up there. It's just pipped up at Avengers. Yeah, I'd even put it above Avengers. Yeah. Like, see, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to understate that. That is my favorite movie so far this year. That's not why you think it's just fast. It was an event. Um, I've just noticed this yeah, book sitting see here. That. Um, I think Doc does this on purpose this year. Wait a boy, that yeah, no problem. Um, you slap down here, City of Others, with Steve Niles, Bernie fucking Wrightson, and Jose Villarubia. Um, reprinted in like first reprint in ten years, I think it is. Like nice big hardback vampire story. Oh my god. Um, so this is. Um, yeah, this is this. You're right. This hasn't even been printed in a while. No, but ten years ago. Again, Dark Horse. Horse. Yeah. At the measly price of thirty blips. It's not fucking and bad it's for the gorgeous. Book. It's a big. It's uh, not. It's well. not a super sized hardback, but it's a big. It's not your regular. It's oversized, yeah. So it's a slightly oversized hardback. They're bringing in all the rights, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They seem to have like said right. Well, rights and clearly sells everything. So reprint all of his shit. Um, it's a gorgeous book. I know. I, I can tell. I don't even have to unwrap to a cellophane. On I know this is a gorgeous book. <laughs> Because um, it's got the people that are involved, so I highly recommend checking this one out. Tenth anniversary edition, holy shit! Stosh Bludowski, what a name! That's awesome. Born with the capacity for no apparent human emotion other than rage. <laughs> Killing comes easy for blood, and he makes a good living doing what's easy until the day he meets two jobs in an alley who just won't die, and a grotesque mystery unfolds right in front of him. Yeah, um, highly recommend checking this out. Experience Bernie Rice's artwork has never seen before in an overseas edition that introduces with a new introduction by Steve Niles. I'm I'm a rights and mark, so you know, yeah. That's that's yeah. another bit of a for Niles as well though. Yeah. Yeah, that's going in my stash. Right. Um what else is out this week? Um another graph. Um the full collected volume one of Die. From, that's a fucking good book. It is from Kieran Gillen. Um basically like a horror version of Dungeons and Dragons, the pretty cartoon. Pretty much, pretty much. So here in Gillen, Stephanie Hans, Clayton Cowles, um, lettered by Ryan Hughes, um kind of the book designer is Chrissy Williams. It's Kieran Gillen, so I, I'm straight away I'm like, this is gonna be good. But it is, it's got it kind of plays off as the name would suggest, die, it plays off the dice thing. Yeah. And it's uh, it's kind of like a horror version. It's set in the nineties. And Especially actually, everybody gets out and they leave one guy behind. Yeah, it's this is um this is, I've been trade waiting for this one. Yeah. Um, because I knew it would be a nice collected edition, and it's it's the first volume from Image, so it's only a tenner. Boom. It's not bad. So it's, it's actually meaty. Yeah. It's a, is it chun- a way to him. There is. It's actually meaty. It's chunkier than a normal yeah, craft would be. What else we got? We got a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy annual as well this week. Batman this week with the uh, what have we got here. The Dark Knight loses. Gotham falls again. Probably. Who cares? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> There we go. Batman TMNT. Three. Three. And hiding casually underneath there, Black Cat. Boom. J. Scott Campbell cover. Yeah. Next issue of Deceased. Will Batman get out of this one alive? Probably not. Let me see. Will this one come up now? Oh. Oh, shit. Is that? That's a Peter David fucking Hulk book. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, Peter David's back on it. It's Peter David and... um, Oh, Dale Keown. Yeah, they're back on it together. So there's only one off, though. Oh, it is a one off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just testing the war because the Martin Hulk is down so well so just testing it and see what's going to happen now oh fucking dead it is oh, oh that's that. savage that? Hulk versus Hyde nice yeah, alright that's a good fucking book oh shit my boy's in it as well sweet a little bit of Deadpool oh fuck yeah I'll know back see that yeah Hulk is murder and who's that 
Oh shit! <laughs> and then someone says, holy shit, Aki mushrooms. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's not just me, it's a shit. Yeah. Now they are the gong strength, strength is holds guys and tennis. Ooh, and a naked lady. Ooh. While you've been talking about that, <laughs> I've been reading Deceased. That was quick. And, um... <laughs> Does I, Batman survive? I was really, I'm not going to tell you, uh, I was really sceptical about this in the last episode that we recorded when this was released. Yeah, yeah. I just read issue two. Yeah. It's really fucking good. Okay. It's actually really good. All right, here. I Tell take back what I said. What else it's we got? Actually, you, very you good. You flicked your nose and Oliver flicked your that then. Yeah. What else we got coming up? Uh, we've got. Just um, read that now. Yeah, yeah. Hell, Star what Wars: Age of Rebellion, Luke Skywalker. Um, again with the the Terry Dodson cover. Um, dude, it's like like this deceased thing, man. It's it's actually really yeah. It's actually Holy a good shit. story, and they do some shit in it that it's like yeah because there's no holes barred and everyone is fair game, so yeah. you kind of don't know who's gonna get infected. But um, it's yeah, it's actually really good. So really surprised by that. Um, so we have the Age of Rebellion, New Skywalker again. They're churning out the number ones of the Star Wars stories. Ah, uh, they're getting a bit. Um, now I mean, I Greg Pak again. The dude must be just churning. He just yeah. like sits in his gap on the front Star That's Wars twenty four seven. Like, prefer yeah. to we've you know it's painful. The, the good thing about that one is though you can, you can yeah. pick what you want out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, they're not I, interconnected. No, I I got a, the, my my ones. I want Boba Fett, uh, Captain Phasma stuff. Don't have to get them all like. Yeah, the art is not bad, but the art. The, see, here's the thing, right? They've done. Oh, I, holy fuck! Yeah. All right, I see what you mean. Jesus Christ! We have a scan of that man. Fuck me, that's a good book. It is deceased from DC. Is actually just, quite good. Just even a scan of it, like. Now, what they've done with the Luke Skywalker book, and I don't know if they've done this with other Star Wars titles. I hate when they fucking do this. What? They've put three different artists on the one book in the one issue. So you're skipping through. I think they've had multiple artists doing them, all right? Yeah. Like, multiple miniseries or kind of so three. This, they're churning them out quickly. Well, no, these ones are all supposed to be just snapshots telling little stories here and there. So you've got one that takes place in a certain era, another in a certain... So it's not like it's the same scene switching back and forth between artists. They're three little mini-stories. No, this is all one story. Yeah, sure. Yeah, looking at it now, it's all one story. Okay, well, the other one so far... Been... So it's all one story about Luke and he's doing something... Oh, an Inquisitor? Uh, and it's... Yeah. Oh, cool. So the Inquisitor is... Is in it and um, but the art is different artists. There's kind of three sections of the story that's punctuated like that. by it's ads. It's punctuated by ads, but I don't like the. I think the colorist is the same all the way through. Yeah, Tamara Bon villain. Um, is the art is the colorist all the way through? So at least the colors link it, but the actual art changes. There's three sections in the book where the art yeah. changes. Now, it doesn't change drastically, but it's noticeable. Yeah. And that kind of always pulls me out of a book. See, I'm, I'm used to that, I suppose, because I'm, I'm used to seeing more of the Marvel and DC, I suppose. They do the, the annuals or the summer issues, whatever, where they're letting a load of artists cut their teeth in different stories. Sure. So you kind of get used to seeing a load of different art styles in, in a book. I get that, So yeah. I'm, I'm, not too, I'm not too miffed by that. I don't mind it. And we have yeah, the last call. Yeah, cool, actually. Oh, um, missing out on here. Then we have Tones Part 1. This is a bumper one as well, actually. Biggin. Nice image. This is a nice looking book. Um, Tones from Sean Lewis, uh, Hayden Sherman. Uh, part 1, out by image, 4 Um, Fiverr for the first issue, but it's a chunky one. Yeah, it's, it's a glass like a, cover. That's a, a 10 year old book on DC and Marvel by any stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a gorgeous looking book. It's, it's minimalistic as far as the colour is concerned, but it looks really nice. Really, really nice book. Highly, yeah, check that one out. 
Um, what else we got? We have oh, there's the cover that Thess was going to look. Oh, there's so here's the, the, the here's sneaky. the here's the elevator pitch. We're well, not the elevator pitch. Here's the pitch for uh, thumbs. Copper. Imagine a tech tech billionaire started to give out free games and computer devices to underprivileged kids. Imagine he created an app that let cash-strapped parents have their own AI babysitter to provide daycare for their kids. Imagine this technology was secretly training these kids to be a private army. Oh. And definitely, de- and definitely. Imagine these things are going to get worse from here. Tom's is a second removed from the world we are living in now, and it couldn't have come second too soon. So there you go. That's nice. a nice pitch right there for you. Fuck. It's a great looking book. Tom's from Image. Click through that. Oh yeah, man. You're having a quick look at the Savage click Avengers. Yes, yeah, that, man. <laughs> um, Savage Avengers, nice cover by Finch. The interiors are really nice. Yeah, dear. Sweet Christmas. What the colors are lovely in this. That actually has this kind of old school colour yeah, of feel to it. Old school, hasn't it? What actually takes you out of it is the fucking ads. Yeah, well, that's uh, me Marvel that's DC without a rake of fucking ads, man. Pay the bill somehow. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. The first. Okay. The first couple of pages are coloured a certain way, and then it cuts. It goes to chapter two, and I think it's a different artist again. If I'm just not, a fucking snob on this, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I could be wrong. Maybe it isn't a different artist. Hang on. No, it doesn't actually have a credits page. They usually do towards the back names. Duggan, Diodato, and Martin. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it is Diodato. It's just the way it's coloured. Maybe it's supposed to be, because like, I think there's flashbacks in those. Like, so it's actually oh, no, I think it is. It's Diodato all the way through. So it's the first couple of pages are coloured a certain way as a flashback. It actually really looks It looks great. It's printed really well. Yeah, yeah, oh, World War II. Is that Nazi playing on the... Yeah, it's set during World War Two. by the looks of it. Yeah. In the early 1940s, the reach of the Great War extended to every corner of the globe. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's World War Two. Yeah, it's a stupid. Yeah. W W I I A. Yeah. Happy the old Nazis in there. Throw them in for a few, even for a couple of seconds, two, three pages maybe, and then they're uh, Yeah. Story. So that's Savage Avengers again. Because like, Doc, you were saying that you weren't too, you weren't too impressed with the fact that Savage Conan is now in the six one six. I'm coming around. Yeah. I am actually. Is that because of the Finch covers? Well, that might have something to do with underdogs, are but like the story isn't actually as bag a big a bag of shite that I thought it was going to be. Okay. So they've given it. In Red Sonja recently they did another thing where basically a sorcerer sent her to the future to get away from get her out of the picture so to speak. Okay. So it's not kind of untoward that they've had kind of time jumps and that kind of shit in Conan and Red Sonja's mythology. Yeah but Conan's only on the cover that was, that's the same thing that they did before but then the Conan oh, um, No on the well he's only he's not in the first issue apparently so uh, on the When he ne- turns up in the first issue isn't he? Next, then the next at the back, oh, it's like Conan. Right. He's covered in adamantium goo. I think. I thought they were down that. Remember they did it's it. Adamantium is Venom. The savage Could be Venom. Covers. Yeah, that's a symbiote, dude. That's not adamantium. Oh, all right, okay. Adamantium. It's good in the eighties. He was. Adamantium skeleton. Oh. Oh, I thought that was just no way they don't the the ah the Conan. Homage is that the word I'm looking for? Remember they did that there. They did Deadpool and and Conan on the cover. The spikies. Just the rope you in. That's all it is. Cool. Like so what do you want this week, Gwen? What do you got? Um, <laughs> on mine, I just have uh, <laughs> War of the Rounds issue 5. This is coming to... Uh, this is nearly at the end of it now. I think it's the next issue. is the last issue. But um, this has actually been a surprise for me. I've really enjoyed this book. Um, I usually don't tie, go in for the big events no I don't I don't what was that one they did years ago Secret Wars wasn't it Secret Wars oh, and then Secret Wars too. but um no this this has actually been really entertaining and maybe it's just off the buzz of, of Marvel uh, of, of uh, Avengers Endgame but they um this main line I haven't caught I haven't read any of the tie-ins yeah there's been a metric fuck ton of tie-ins for this oh, as well that's, yeah. but the War of the Realms itself has been has been fun 
I've really enjoyed it because it doesn't it doesn't um, hurt it that the cover art is phenomenal and the interior art is really good as well. Yeah, but do you have to read the toy-ins to keep up with no, the stories? No, you don't actually. You don't at all. Well, I haven't had to anyway. I like when they do self-contained ones. Yeah, like the add-ons yeah, yeah. are nice like that. Spider-Man as well recently. The main um, Spider-Man Hunted storyline. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the add-on issues like the .hu issues were really cool. They are just kind of fleshing out the story but weren't integral to the plot. Yeah, but I hate when they got with this feckin that you have to buy, you have to get this one and a run that you're not familiar with. You have to go and buy that to carry up. Yeah. Don't like that's that's to me that's like forced me into buying that. Whereas yeah, but you feel like you're missing out. Like they, they, DC caught me a couple of times with the um, the one Norman tie-ins. Yeah, that annoyed me. Yeah. Something fierce that did. Like and I did tie it in with something like uh, if you want to count Nightwing fifty two next yeah. week and go no I don't want to read Bleed Nightwing. Yeah. No, I don't like that. Now just bring it out as a standalone yeah. fucking miniseries, lads. Yeah, and then the, and all the tie-ins. Yeah. Then well, that's like War of the Realms itself. The first like I've, I've I'm, I'm up to date with this now. I'm into the fifth issue, and that um. Yeah, that's good. See, they used to do that back in the old days with the stories we'd have, like Spider-Man, something that happened. To see what happens in this adventure, read yeah. Punisher. Yeah. And if you wanted, you go read the Punisher, but you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to. There's only a little bit that, uh, yeah, I know. Um, Green Lantern 8 is out with Morrison and Sharp, and there's an that's old... That's an homage cover, isn't it? That's an homage cover to the classic Green Lantern and Green Arrow team-up, uh, where they found Speedy was doing drugs. Yeah. So that's what that is. Space um, junkies. Space junkies. That's five parts. That's still going. It's still going, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then it's like it's. I think that's going to be an ongoing. Dude. It's going to be. I think it's ongoing. I think it was. I think it was well, six. If, well, Morrison's probably going to be an ongoing until he gets to twelve or twenty-four. He kind of yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm hoping. Like it, again, it has the Morrison, kind of like out there vibe. Like I think in the first, I think in issue four, Hal Jordan arrested God. But like oh. it, it, it has that out there thing. It's really funny though because when Morrison says, "No, I'm going to treat it like a grounded cop story. It's going to be fine." <laughs> issue four, he arrested God, or he, well, he confronted God or something like that. But I mean, it's typical Morrison shit. Um, but it's again, it's Liam Sharp doing the artwork, and you know, sign me the fuck up. Yeah, we're in. We're sold. So what am I on? I'm on uh, Adventures of Super Sons. This is second last issue. Good man. I'll be so upset when that finishes. Fucking great story. Uh, Deadpool, War of the Realms. Deadpool going around murdering stuff. Cool. Then Greg Pax oh. and Millie Oganis is Ronan Island. I fucking missed out on that. I'm getting the trade of that. It's fucking great. One. Missed out on that. I remember it is absolutely whopper. The art is beautiful. Oh, Millie yeah. Oganis is amazing. I, I remember uh, somebody was in the shop. One of the customers saying to me, he had it in the stash. I went, what? How the fuck? And then uh, I meant to get onto it. And then number two came out. And I said, here, just wait for the trade. And I said, you're on it. It's, it's fucking, <laughs> yeah, fucking, it was fixed Beautiful, shit. man. It really is. Samurais. Oh, come on, man. Samurais versus zombies. And, yeah. <laughs> and deadly. Uh, Sharky Bounty Hunter. Uh, Miller and Bianchi. Still fucking knocking out. Just really kind of, just a funky kind of bounty hunter story. He's going around with a kid. Almost like an Indiana Jones and short round type story. It's a long one from club type stuff. No, more like Indiana Jones and short round. Like okay. the kid's a bit older, but he's more of a sassy little shit. That's oh, all right, all right, all right. But he's pulling You're his. You're calling Doctor Jones. Yeah, but he pulls his <laughs> pulls Sharky's ass out of the fire a couple of times. Right, 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 right. It's kind of like he's reluctantly helping the kid, but the kid's kind of getting him on a straight and narrow. So it's a really good fucking story. Um, then Volition. That's a uh, parrot and Etri. That's a really good book from AfterShock. Basically, it's a lot of robots, and it's set in a modern society where basically robots have evolved to be probably autonomous and they have kids and all the rest of it but there's this thing called the rust which is basically making them degrade so they're like the routines the subroutines are breaking down they're starting to stutter their speech they're having memory loops it's basically like alzheimer's and shit and robots cool so this girl is trying to figure out what's going on because her mom has it and a corporation evil corporation tries to shut her down she ends up falling in with a, a bad seed it's just this basically it's a robot who goes around just doing bank jobs and shit just <laughs> jacking shit <laughs> just basically jacking chips and stuff like that to sell on the black market um, it sounds like a 90s action film it's fucking brilliant but then two bounty hunters are chasing them down and that's it's uh, this femme fatale on her kill bot which is basically murking everything but they've just tracked them down in the last issue so I'm going to see what happens next 
but it, it's it's just a lot of fun. Really, really great read. Can't recommend it enough from Aftershock. Um, Aftershock seem to have come out of nowhere with yeah. a lot of great titles. Hitting the ground fast, man. And speaking of fucking amazing books, fucking Benita's knocking it out of the park again. Lady, Lady Mechanica, Sangre. So, as usual, all the bleeding covers. Cool. Cool. Catching up on that. Um, pick up on that way, a, this is all this week. Yeah. Pick up on that Island, I'm going to trade weight that. I'm going to get the trade. Yeah. Right, there yeah. are there are some titles I'm aware of. I'm just trade weighting them because you know I got bills to pay. Um, yeah. So, like I mean, I've just I mean thanks to Doc putting them in the pile. I've now <laughs> added City of Heroes or City of Her. Sorry, City of Others. You need to and, start getting a blink or something. What? Yeah. And, no, and, well, I was waiting for Dolly to come out anyway. I knew that was coming out this week, so that's that's going to moustache. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen now, Wayne? I'm going to get that dead arm and put a moustache, and that's going to open up a big, big fucking can of worms for Desi. <laughs> they'll go fucking alien. It's Whopper, man. man. It's Whopper. You won't go alien, man. Don't worry. You, you can't. Like, the, the thing about the <laughs> alien books is, the thing about the alien books is, this is a standalone, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of fucking other books out there that are like massive massive volumes and stuff yeah. like that you can get an omnibus if you want but it's shit like this like I dip in and out of stuff like this for, for the Aliens books I don't collect the entire batch yeah, but when this was yeah. released when Stakow was released on this book when it yeah. was announced I was like have a bit of that I like the little South and Kerry's one was pretty yeah, good Kerry's yeah, yeah it isn't really good is there more of them upstairs there's a few more of them yeah. give it a go give it a go <laughs> See what she's done. See what hanging around has done to me. <laughs> <laughs> evil, 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 evil. Yeah. I was yeah. speaking of evil influences. Uh, what you call it? Uh, good almonds. Yeah. Halfway through, I'm trying to ration it. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, so episode much. four. It's yeah. perfect. It absolutely nailed it. It's perfect. Just what the two. It? Uh, it's basically, it's an angel and a demon since the dawn of time struck up a friendship. That's the thing with Doctor Who, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've seen him on Graham Norton. Yeah, you had to pick up on that. Yeah. Dude, it's amazing. That's on Netflix, isn't it? No, it's on, no, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Or wherever you may <clears throat> find certain downloads. <laughs> <laughs> but I have Amazon Prime, so I've no oh, content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it looks good. Yeah, it's 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 based it's on the book by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, and Neil Gaiman wrote the adaptation for Amazon. Yeah. It's it's bang on. In fact, and they've actually meted it up with more shit as well. Yeah. Oh, Francis McDormand, perfect as God. God, fantastic. Yeah. Just the narration, like you, yeah. it's just pure Pratchett straight away, like full on. Full on straight. It was straight in, no kissing. It was like when they're, they're talking, like they talk about when the world was created, and they're going like some people have speculated it was billions of years. Some people speculated it was only a couple of hundred years ago. And one, um, what's it? One uh, Greek, I think it was a Greek philosopher, something along those speculated lines, yeah. that it was made four hundred and thirty-four years, or sorry, four thousand three hundred and forty-four years ago on a Tuesday, which was wrong. It was on a Wednesday. <laughs> but it's, it's at 9.13am kind of, yeah, in the morning it's that little bit of Pratchett kind of humour yeah, because it was, they, had, they were talking about on Graham Martin they showed Graham Martin again I don't know like these chat shows they don't let the guests speak about what they're after working on they're not kind of like the little snobs yeah. and then he tries to be funny and cuts them off but the, but, but the little trailer they've shown it's like, oh yeah look at that your man has pure blonde hair hasn't he Michael Sheen yeah yeah. yeah. no it's a cracking cracking yeah, uh, great actor Sheen, but the two yeah, of them yeah. man because the, the, you actually really believe they're best mates outside of the yeah, the they, they look like best mates on the couch them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's and it's uh, David Tennant is cracking. Yeah, uh, like yeah, yeah. 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 But it's and you see, there's so many nods to Doctor <laughs> Who in it. Yeah, as true. If you're if you're a Doctor Who fan and you're watching it, there's like Jack Whitehall plays a car uh, plays a character in it, and he, on his first day at his new job, his tie is the Fourth Doctor scarf as a tie. Right. Um and um. Crowley is looking there's a point in where Crowley going because the whole plot to it is that the world is ending and they yeah. need to they're trying to stop it but they're finding, having a hard time doing it yeah, they're basically like, the agents of light and darkness yeah. set to put the apocalypse in motion oh, right. but they don't want to end the world because they like having cups of tea and hanging out they like uh, the earth too much they like yeah. being on the earth too much they don't want it to end so there's, there's, there's a moment where 
uh, Crowley is looking to find other planets to escape to and all these kind of things are wishing around his head and as one of them swishes past you see it's Gallifrey <laughs> it says Gallifrey on it and he's like and if the, but it's like I think it's an explosion or something but it's already blown up but it's like <laughs> it's Gallifrey and it just whizzes past his head he's looking at it like but uh, at the, and there's other ones nods and winks That's to Doctor Wallery True yeah 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 Oh, it's a, it's a really well made show, yeah. and Mike Collins did the storyboards on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Mike Collins did the storyboards on it because we were at um, yeah. we were at Comic City Festival last year, and he was telling me about it because um, we did a panel on storyboarding and film production, and he was talking to me about it after. He says, "Look, if you're if you, he says, I know you're a fan of the book, you've read it. Yeah, they've done a really good job. Yes. Don't don't be worried, they've done a good job." I was like, "But actually, part and parcel of the reason for that is, is BBC." BBC had a big hand in doing that. They did, but I, like, thankfully it wasn't a Sky adaptation because yeah. Sky's previous adaptations of practice stuff has been hit and miss big time. Yeah, but so that, that's, that's where BBC that, always yeah. like cannot fault to be, man. They no. always do shit right because yeah. they always prioritise the actors and the story, overselling it. They like they never try and to make it marketable or like they didn't try and corrupt like Luther or like that to make it a bit more palatable for audiences. Yeah, yeah. Bones and all, it was the show that it was. Yeah. So either you like it or you don't. That's just the fucking show. Deal yeah. with it. That's yeah. why I love BBC documentaries and TV shows. Yeah, and like it's it's like it's only available on Amazon Prime, but I reckon the box set will be out. Oh yeah. No problem whatsoever. I'll I'll happily buy that on Blu-ray. It's a six-episode run. Hmm. You I'm know. Really sure they said Netflix. How they get away with that and not being picked up on it? Bastards. Then they know that the two boys said it was on Netflix. And they said it probably. Show. It might even come to Netflix afterwards. A lot of people are saying that actually that they think it's going to get picked up because it is doing gangbusters for Amazon. It actually yeah. is doing, and it's well, a limited yeah, but, series. But if Amazon are paid for it, right? Can you imagine their two main stars going? They were doing a show for Netflix, and I was hanging guys. Uh, no, but Amazon have paid for it and gotten the rights for it. And I know, yeah, like, but we still end your paychecks, like. Yeah, but like the lads have made a mistake on on a TV yeah, show. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. That would be So yeah. Um, but I highly recommend Good Omens Cry. and if you haven't read the book watch the show and then read the book what's called Good Omens Good Omens I'll have it just gone to Netflix I, I look, see I um, a couple of years ago I've been trying to get Irving to read Pratchett and, and Gaiman for a while now um, and a couple of years ago I got both Good Omens and Neverwhere for her for Christmas oh nice Neverwhere would be good wouldn't it? Uh, well the Neverwhere has been adapted before and it does, there's an audio play of it the audio play of Neverwhere is unreal yeah. done by the Beeb um, you, the cast is brilliant but the TV show was done with him as well that was what it was yeah um, the audio play though you can get it online it's fantastic it's um, James McAvoy oh well Benedict Cumberbatch one of the last things Christopher Lee ever did whoa um, I think Bill Nye's in there as well Jesus uh, Anthony Head Anthony Stewart Head Jesus plays one of, I think he plays Cooper Vandermar one of them um, it's like it's yeah. the cast of it the audio um, Natalie Dormer plays Dor um, okay. it's a really really good adaptation of it it's very true That's to the story. Pratchett, another Pratchett one. Story. Another Pratchett. Yeah, no, know, never wears the game. Never never wears new game. Hmm. But I know it's with some of the Pratchett stuff that we get good casts. Good casts all want to sign up and there was there was. Oh, uh, the Sky yeah, ones, it's yeah, probably the Sky, the Sky yeah. ones. The adaptations, whatever it was, it just yeah. didn't seem to have see, a soul. Well, yeah, that's it though. If you if you're a fan of Pratchett like yourself and myself, you'd notice that. But if you're not a fan of Pratchett or you're just watching it for the show, you'd still get the jokes and the beats because the humor is still there. Yeah, it's just not as meaty. I just as don't know what it was about them. Like when they yeah. first did the first one with David Jason's Rincewind, that was kind of like. Mm. Okay, and then they did um. What was the one with death in it? What? Wasn't wasn't Postal, They did Postal as well. They did Postal. Did they do Hogfather? They did Hogfather. Hogfather was the one they did. They were obviously released at the Christmas time. Yeah. And you were from Downton Abbey played uh, the 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 daughter of death. And, Soon. Yeah, and um, she was great in it. She looked phenomenal as the as the character, but it was just something about it. I'm looking at what is it like? It, Sky just don't seem to be able to hit the nail on the head with that type of shit. Yeah, it almost feels like it's overproduced or something. Yeah. 
And you're kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, like, Death looked phenomenal. He had the, the glowy eyes. The, the, the look to him was great. Yeah, the rats. Yeah, yeah they, they had the whole thing. But it just it felt hollow. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what the story is. I mean, you read the book and it's perfect. Yeah. And maybe that's it. Maybe the books are too perfect. But they were able to adapt good omens. Mm. And the cast were 100. They were in there 110%. Yeah. By far. It was so good. Yeah, well, so, that's so a, a game one as well did it didn't it yeah. then you say your man was, I'm, I'm the interview because Pratchett is, is deceased now he's yeah, gone yeah. they wanted to two, try and get a finish before ago. he died and unfortunately it didn't happen like, but, but they left um, they left an empty seat at the premiere for him oh man yeah, yeah so, oh man when Pratchett passed away I was bits oh no big time bits I yeah. used to make a running joke actually because uh, Pratchett being the way that he is and as humorous as he is I'm waiting for him to re-release one of his earlier books as a new book yeah. just as a joke because he had Alzheimer's yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping he was going to do it because that would have just been his that would have yeah cap, like just oh, a captured man book yeah Yeah. what's your favourite Pratchett series of the of oh the what's it called the City Watch yeah same Men same Arms, yeah Guard Guards my fucking the whole lot of them Nobby. brilliant yeah <laughs> Colin Bond Corporal Carrot Nob Nob Nobby Nobs kicked out of the human race for pushing yeah <laughs> <laughs> and Sam Vimes man every one of those all characters. the Vimes books are in like when they, when they went on with the Vimes as it kind of went oh, off the on the I fucking love the Tritus yeah like, he's basically he's a, he's a big giant troll but he's stupid until he gets really cold and then he starts to get really smart so he makes yeah. himself a little hat that makes his brain cold so every now and again he puts his thinking hat on so he can was think was that on Sky one of those shows the yeah. trolls they were pressing no they probably had the trolls in one of them I yeah they, they, I think they the actually had the City Watch the Night's Watch in Oh, they would have been Hogfather. They would have been, but it would have been one of them anyway. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Never Hogfather because yeah, because Colin yeah. and Nobby were queuing up to get in the queue because they were going to yes. arrest them. Yeah. And then what's a Colin ended up sitting on his lap and it was the whole. And were you a good boy? Yes. <laughs> Just turning yeah. into a kid. Like. Yeah. So that they, they, I think they were in that one, but uh, they, they've never actually. Thankfully, they've never uh, adopted the the City Watch books, yet. Man, I think yeah. if they do them, they really. Was the patrician have... in it? Didn't I imagine in Tim Curry playing the patrician at some point? Or was it Charles Dance? No, Charles you know, uh, yes, I think it was Charles Dance played him. Yeah. Or did he play um, what's his Vendinari, name? Yeah, the yeah. Patrician. Yeah, yeah. He, he is the patrician. Yeah, yeah. Lord I think Charles Dance did play him. Yeah, perfect man for it. But he's the guy who rules the whole town, and he runs on a. a it's it's democracy. One man, one vote. He is that man, and he has that vote. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's just I love Pratchett's grasp on language. It's fantastic. Yeah. And look, if you if when you go to meet him, you've an option of leaving via two doors the door you came in and the door that just leaves to a big giant hole yeah no it's top of stuff the, 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 but the city watch one now I do like he actually ones. he caused me to get almost well if I did get embarrassed almost completely mortified in the bus one day because I was reading uh, Pyramids yeah and um, it's all about this assassin called Tepic who basically is just you know, he discovers this thing called uh, there's, a, there's a plot with a gun isn't it the gun um, or am I getting two books mixed up but anyway Pyramids is about this assassin and shit but he's from this kingdom Right, and the kingdom is spelled D J E L I dash B E Y dash B I. Right? Yeah. You look at it when you're reading it, it's like, oh, it's an Egyptian name, fine. We know when you try to pronounce things out loud. Yeah. It's the Jelly Baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally was in fucking heaps on the fucking bus, rocking back and forth, holding because I read the whole book. You know when you read a book, if you're on a bus around, like, you read the book and then you're just you're sitting there passing the time, you're like, go on, I'll read the author page, or I'll read the yeah. back and I'll read the synopsis and the recommendations, all that kind of shit. And I was just reading the bit on the back and I was like, I'm going to try to pronounce that word in. 
what is that? And that was it. Just gone. <laughs> For the whole bus journey, man, only 20 minutes, I just kept going laughing. <laughs> I looked at the window and it hit me again and it just kept yeah, hitting. But all people steady. on the bus saw was me rocking back and forth on the bus saying Jelly Baby over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I looked like a fucking mental case. Was the one with the gun on a city watch? Was I that... think it was the watch, yeah, but I, I keep getting that one confused. Because I read the two of them. Was that the one where, where Vimes get sent back in time? Was that that one? I can't remember. Could have been. It's been a long time. I'm going to have to go home and reread that now. Oh, was that yeah. Thud? No, I don't think it was Thud. How many books has it got? A lot. Yeah. And the City Watch, we've got... It wasn't Django, was it? No. No. Well, Django's not there. Django. Django. I can't remember. I'm going to have to look that up now when I go home. But it's only it's Sky that made uh, adaptations of his books. Of the Pratchett books, Sky did the adaptations. They haven't gone anywhere else oh, yeah. since. But the Hogfather was the last one. That's a good few years ago. Some animated stage. ones as well, isn't it? Did they? They did the game. I know the games were animated. No, they did the um, what you call it, the witches. Did they? Yeah, animated movie. I don't think I've seen that. Heard of it? Mm-hmm. I actually only started rereading Weird Sisters the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Great book. Yeah, That's the, the last book he released was Shepherd's Crown, which is part of the Weird Sisters. Oh, was it? series? Um, I gave the Nipper Soul music to read there. Oh, great! Yeah. Great stuff. Music with rocks in. Yeah. The first <laughs> the first book I did read was um was Men at Arms. That was my first ever Terry Pratchett book that nice. I read. And it just come out on paper. That was done with the gun. Was it? Yeah, that was done with the plot with the gun, yeah. Okay. Because it was one of the City Watch books. Yeah, because that's when... Um, oh, it was, it was another Night Watch. So, no. Night's Watch. Yeah, the City Watch, that, that, the plot of that one was was when the female guard joined and they were trying to Anger. figure out yeah, whether she was a werewolf or not. Or yeah. a, a were-dog or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And Carver had just joined as well. So, that must have been Night's Watch then. With the one with the gun. Probably. Probably. Somebody comment on this and let us know because we're yeah yeah we're, yeah, our brains are we're losing we're our brains here. Like we're too over this shit yeah. now. This stage remembering There's all this stuff. There's a lot of fucking books as well, though. No, a lot of books and they all kind of link into one. Because if, if you read the earlier Night's Watch or City Watch books, it's like Sam hasn't married her one yet. They don't have the. She has the dragon farm, but they haven't. <laughs> Dragons. Yeah, and like she is the. Is a, <laughs> Sam marries uh, one of the ladies and there's a <coughs> in, yeah. of the city, and she has it. Practice grasp on dragons is fucking yeah. hysterical, man. Okay. Yeah, absolutely fucking hysterical. Like if you eat a dragon, basically it explodes, right? They have a, they've basically got a highly developed survival trait, which yeah. is if in any way they're threatened, they explode. So all right. So if you try and eat cool. a dragon, you'll get a case of indigestion to which the term blast radius is appropriate. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's just cool way dealing with them as well. Fucking amazing. Oh Jesus! So I think from so all what's, these... what's your favorite absolute favorite Terry Pratchett character of all time? My favorite all time, it probably will be Vimes. Will be Vimes? Yeah, it will be Vimes. I don't know. I'd probably go for maybe Detroit's. Because always cracks me up. You gotta love the orangutan. Yeah, or de- actually no, death, death. Well, death, death is yeah. He's yeah. but I still vibes as because they're my favorite series of books because that was yeah. my introduction into the into the Terry Pratchett world, was the the City Watch. So I've always followed like as soon as a Vimes book comes out, day one I'll buy it. Yeah. Um, the others I tend to because I don't like buying the big chunky volumes because a lot of them came out in hardbacks. <laughs> yeah, the big hardbacks. I did buy the hardback of Shepherd's Crown. Yeah, which was the last one. I have that and a big massive hardback, but I tend to wait for the paperbacks. There, once you read on the bus. Yeah. You you'd, you'd I I'd read the Terry Pratchett book in about two days. Two, what I do days. is I generally I'd read the paperback and if I liked it then I get the hardback and I keep. Sure. Them. Yeah, yeah. I have a tendency yeah. to do with books as well, like the likes of the Goon and Invincible. Mm. There's a lot of books like that. Uh, Fear Agent as well. It's like getting the oversized hardback collections. The oversized of Fear Agent are massive. Yeah, They're big beautiful. Beast. So beautiful. David Jason's in three. Three He plays Rinswind. Yeah, he plays Rinswind. So it's obviously the same character in the tree. Yeah, he's an absolutely useless magician. He only knows one spell. Probably the most pointless wizard in all of of Discworld. But it's the most powerful spell in the whole of the disc. Yeah. It just decided it wanted to be in his head. And it won't let any of the spells in there. So until he tries to learn it, it's like, nope, fuck off. 
And you have the luggage. Occupado. Oh, the luggage, yeah. The luggage. It's, it's a suitcase to run around the place after him, but it's got millions of legs. There's some quotes from Terry Fletcher there. Build a man a fire and he'll warm himself for the day. Set a man on fire and he'll warm himself for the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> That's man. Thrash it all over. Yeah. One of the most amazing linguists. Or lyric, lyric, lyrics. Stories of imagination tend to upset those without one. <laughs> yeah. May you live in interesting times. Yeah. That's an old, there's an old curse in the disc. Yeah. Oh, stop. He's whopper. If you learn anything from this podcast, you should go read fucking Terry Pratchett. Just read I, I everything. Or all of it. Yeah. Yeah, all of it. Start from wherever. You could pick up, like, don't pick up any of the later books that are seem to be part of a series, but you could, because you could just dive right in. But yeah. start, you start at the start. Colour Magic. Yeah. Bloody good book. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you'll see his growth as a writer. If you start at Colour Magic and then work your way through, mm. you actually see the adaptation, like, the, the growth of the Discworld oh, yeah. itself as it goes. Nice. Um, I might do a mad reread, actually. Yeah. I wonder if it's a collected edition of all of his books now. That'd be a hefty time. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying like one big edition, but like a, a set um, where you can buy all of his shit, books. Shit, I'm going to have to go try find one of them. Don't yeah, because I have, like, say for like, Roald Dahl, there's a, I have a full set yeah. of, like, a box set of all the Roald Dahl books ever published. Yeah. And there will be Amelia's when she's old enough to read. Even his but, bold stuff? What? Even his bold stuff? Not the bold stuff. Tales of the Unexpected are over here. Yeah. The kids' books are over here. Tales of the Unexpected. Yeah, Roald Dahl's man. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> Black All face, that the black face none. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Still. Uh, yeah. So I, I wonder if there is a full collection. Sure. Is there any way, Doc, that you could find out if there's a full collection of Terry Pratchett books? You think it now, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, to the internet. I'll explain on the way. On the way. Da, da, da. <laughs> da, da, da. Right, any more shite to talk about? Are we, are we good? No, I think we're all shite out. Yeah, I'll shite out now. I should have been, been gone long ago. Say, hell, cop the pit. Oh, let me go. <laughs> I think it's the rain stopping you, man. It is. It's the traffic, yeah. Oh, it's Look at that thing, little needle moving up and down on that. Look at that. that. That's because you're talking, Des. That's very posh. We hadn't got that one with that. Look at that. Boom. That's because he does more podcasts than me. I just recorded the fucking audio. I'm sure. Boom. Anyway, as a man says, I haven't heard this in a while, I'm going to say it anyway. So I'm out. Good luck and fuck you all. Bye bye. <laughs>